them come. This is their fate. All right, all right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay, here are my near and dear friends, Jalen and Josh. And today we got quite a few topics for you guys, but the topic of discussion for this week is Big Philly and the Xbox Chronicles. So we're going to be talking about that a lot, but we got some other things sprinkled in there. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, but before we get started, as usual, Jalen josh hope you had your coffee it's not that early so you should have had something how you guys doing well it's, i guess it's early for shot josh but nobody needs to know that um how y'all doing what y'all been up to what games y'all been playing since the last week and we gonna start from there uh yeah well it is early for me i have mm -hmm. not had my coffee <laughs> uh, we it's the first thing on my to-do list today so got to do the podcast and then figure out what to do with the rest of my my day um it's been a good week though i feel like uh we well i think y'all played elder ring i didn't i wasn't able to get on but nope we talked we talked though we definitely talked we, <laughs> we fellowshiped yeah, we, i think that's a little bit more uh if easier than to actually play a game <laughs> <laughs> yeah, checking in with me every now and then. Exactly. You know, Jalen be moving all over the place. I don't know what's what's up with his life. He had to drop some bombs on us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, as far as games, nah, not much really. I, I guess it's kind of like starting to get to like the end of, you know, these free-to-play seasons. So I've been checking in on my, my few free-to-play games that I frequent. Fortnite mm -hmm. got all these Star Wars stuff um try to wrap up that battle pass um i tried what's the game uh the new gacha game um Hon honkai oh yeah, yeah 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 like, yeah i don't um, know what it's called though yeah and it's it, like a just a turn-based like rpg um mm -hmm. the main thing is like they spend a lot of money on it so they got high production values in a lot of areas um Personally, I haven't seen, like, I don't think the gambling aspect in this game is as bad as a previous game, uh, Genshin Impact. Yeah. Uh, which which is good, so maybe you can enjoy just, you know, turn-based RPG uh, without having to spend any money. Um, but other than that, um, I think Battlefield season coming up to end, too, so probably check in on there. Um but no, uh, it's, it's Zelda week, and just just waiting on that. <laughs> yeah, Zelda week is upon us. Um, it it feels like it's it's not it's obviously it's not being overshadowed, but what this is going to do for Big Phil and the Xbox Squad is it going to get them out the out the media for a while. So that's a good thing for them. Um, and you know, um. I'm glad that, I mean, at least we are finally getting it. It's been a, quite a while. It's probably been, a, I think this is the longest time we have waited for a second entry into Zelda on a console, right? It's been, this is the longest period it's ever been since 2017 to now um, for a Zelda game. So, um, so I'm excited. I'm, I'm ready for it. I got my pre-order. Uh, so I'm happy about that. Um... And that's something that I'm going to be obviously playing this all this all next week. Um, 
coincidentally, it's, it's during time off and it wasn't planned that way. I got to go do something um, with family. So I decided to just take the whole week off. So I'm, I'm going to have some time to actually play it. Uh, and hopefully it is does not disappoint, which I don't expect it to. Um, but what about you, Jalen? Uh, what you been up to? What you been doing? How's life going? Still watching Dragon Ball? Man, I'm trying to figure out how y'all stop this whole podcast without saying happy Goku Day. It's mm-hmm. Goku mm-hmm. Day. Oh my god. Yeah, it's Goku Day. You better look it up, man. Oh my god. Man, Why is this boy. Goku Day? Tell me. Man, I don't know. Worry about that, man. Just know it's Goku Day. Goku. For for Goku Day, can you tell me one thing I saw on Twitter? Can Dragon Ball, like OG Dragon Ball Goku beat Batman? Yeah, you can. Yeah, I mean, unless Brett, Batman got enough prep time. <laughs> Batman can do anything. He un- undefeatable, apparently. <laughs> yeah, he, he just needs some prep time and he up. So, but, uh, right, Goku I guess Day Goku is an thing. event you registered <laughs> by the Japan, Japan Anniversary Association since 2015. Yes, mm-hmm. there is an organization that keeps track of anniversaries in Japan. <laughs> the So why May 9th? The date and numbers 5 and 9 may not say anything at first glance, but the fact is that these numbers in Japanese read Go and Ku, respectively. How imaginative. <laughs> Goku Day, bro. Uh, this person wrote this sassy. All right. Okay, Goku Day. Wow, Goku Day. So, what is that going to do for us in particular? Y'all, y'all going to say Happy Goku Day? Man, happy Goku Day for all the people out there that enjoy Goku to the extreme. Um, and not even those that just partly um, idolize him. He's a cool guy, but um, yeah, Goku Day. That's interesting. Do they get a One Piece Day? Do they get a no- Monkey D. Luffy? I, I celebrate that one. He the blueprint for everybody, all these other anime characters, bro. Who the blueprint? Goku. Man, no, he not. Not really. Mm-hmm. Why you think everybody got orange on? And they got the blue rifle. <laughs> I don't think he's the. I don't think he's the blueprint. I think these was. I think these people were um, created alongside each other. To be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, well, uh, Nah, I ain't, I ain't really been doing much though, man. I just been chilling. I played a little bit of stinking rain this past week, uh, but other than that, not too much. I've been fine with my Steam Deck again lately, but again, a little because I can't get this one piece of software to work. But it's fine though; everything will be fine. Um, but other than that, uh, not too much. I mean, I ain't had no new games or anything that I was playing or. Anything along those lines. So, mm-hmm. just been trying to get acclimated to his new job, stuff like that. So, no, nope. really so it, it does say Stand that Luffy was characterized based off Goku. Interesting. <clears throat> okay, bro, he's a blueprint for a lot of characters. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that Goku isn't a great character, uh, but yeah, that is um, that's interesting to know. I thought they were kind of like. And along the side, but it seemed like the creator of One Piece actually was a big fan of Dragon Ball, Son Goku. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, he's not the best character. Obviously, some characters took the base him as a base and then made him better and stuff like that. Because Goku, mm-hmm. not the you know, but uh, he's still OG. So for sure, for sure. Um. But, okay. Yeah. Well. Cool. Cool. Continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Now nah, you good. I know you don't want your boy to be characterized after Goku. Not just, not just, <laughs> I don't care. I like Goku. <laughs> nah, I ain't, I ain't do. But that, that's really about it, though. Just really just trying to uh, make the most of my time, stuff like that. So um, nothing too particular, nothing too special, though. So gotcha. I'm waiting for we to for us to figure out where we going next, man, with this trip. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to figure out the same thing. Unfortunately, it's very exhausting doing so with um, two children to feed and take care of on the day to day. It just leaves my brain full of mush at the end of the day where I just want to sleep or play a game or work on something. So ain't really ain't really um, vacation mode for me. I still got some time for sure. For sure. I ain't took no time off uh, work yet. So I got definitely got some uh, hours left in me, even after next week when I take off that full week. So plenty of time on the docket, but I was gonna save it for. I usually save it till December and just take off that whole month. But we'll see. We'll see what I do this year. Um, but anywho's, I ain't been doing much. I've been trying to finish. Hogwarts Legacy. It is. I don't know. It's just really tough to play that game. Um, mm. I've been trying to. Um, I mean, I just started Jedi Survivor. I haven't really got too much into it yet um, because I still got other stuff I'm playing. So, and I just really been trying to clean up my Steam Deck a lot, like trying to make sure it's compatible with everything. I'm really loving the Steam OS and. Just getting all the sh- streaming on my video games from my PC. Um, it's just a lot of it's a lot easier. Because um, even when I try to stream stuff, it's like it's killing the battery still. So I, I'm trying to get at least three to four hours out this thing before I have to charge it. I don't like charging it all the time. So me moving the, you know, the actual the actual specs and mechanics and uh, running the game on the system off of it has helped a lot, but you know, you can't really, you can't really take away from um, having dedicated hardware and running it off of that, but it's a really close second. So I've been doing a lot of that and just having it run through steam um, streaming and you know, they make it very compatible, very easy. So I just been going through, making sure everything is right, making sure all my programs are working correctly and pulling in the controllers. And um, I really like having, I like have, I have fun tinkering with this thing all the time. So I'm always trying to figure something out. So it's cool that way to me, but may not be for everybody. Uh, but that's what I like to do. But I mess yeah. with the, the battery stuff. I just keep my charge open. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 um, it's a annoying thing for sure. So, but, um, I definitely can't wait for them to upgrade the battery life and do all that good jazz. I know people have stuck in external batteries to the back of their steam deck, but it's heavy. It's already a heavy thing. No, thank you. So, um, but yeah, that's all I've been doing, but let's get into this stuff because it's a lot of stuff and I want to touch on everything and I don't want to have it have us miss nothing or run out of time. So 
let's start with the things that um, are a little bit smaller and don't have too many parts to it. Um, the thing I saw recently was Nintendo Switch sales were down. Um, they fell again. Basically, they were expected to hit a certain mark, and I think they came in well below that. Um, I believe it was... Yeah, they came in the 17.97... 17.97 so 18 million um and but they're forecasting of even a fall again of 15 million like that's still a lot of consoles so don't get me wrong i'm talking going from peak 2020 to 2021 28 almost 29 million units then going from 21 to 2022 23 and then coming into 2022 17 or 18 and then maybe next year going to 15 they obviously understand that this council is going down the curve it's, it's already hit that curve mark so yeah they still got a lot to sell but they could really be doing a lot more damage if they put out a new council but that also requires a lot more things and they have confirmed that there is no new software coming or hardware coming out this year so if anybody that was still holding their breath like myself at one point in this year, uh, thinking they were going to do something special. They not, um, you're going to play You're going to be playing Zelda, unfortunately at 900 P sub 30 FPS. Unfortunately, um, we have already seen reports about this and the performance, but we have seen patches also talked about coming out. So we may actually see a performance boost, but don't be expecting much. And, and that's a, you know, that's a really key point to kind of talk about really is the fact that we're still stuck on this hardware when there are great games out there that I haven't even played yet and won't refuse to still play until they upgrade their hardware, such as Bayonetta, such as, um, I mean, I mean, I'm still uncomfortable with playing Zelda on this thing. Like, I don't want my first experience to be that. And I know it's not going to be like, it's not going to be, it's going to be like optimized to the T for this system. But I just know that it's going to dip. It's going to slow down. It's not going to be the greatest experience. People have already played the game and talked, talked about that. So I'm kind of disappointed that we're in 2023 and that thing came out in 2017 and we're literally still using that hardware and it was underperforming and outpaced at that time. That just tells me so much about their core development and how they really, you know, take the juice out of everything. And, and they really don't hold nothing back as in regards to like trying. I mean, it's not like it's not like a, a functioning and pretty cool system that is that small and it can run that type of stuff. But the novelty roar off in like three years. So it's just been way too long. But. Um. Yeah. What are your thoughts yeah, on the Breath Switch? Of the Wild, <laughs> Breath of the Wild looked and ran pretty well when it came out, like mm -hmm. for what they were doing on that system. And yeah. since then, it's probably been the best, like overall performance, like quality-wise game on the Switch since it came out. Like even yeah, other first-party games, I guess, other than like Mario, but Mario was doing like different different stuff Thing, different uh, techniques and it, it was like small yeah. maps not like large open world maps like this so yeah but since then um it's been a long time and there have been a lot of breath of the wild clones mm -hmm. and even like 
you know, the game I mentioned earlier, Genshin Impact, is a uh, Breath of the Wild clone, but that's a mobile game first and foremost. So, like, now we're, we're at the point where iPhone and Android games look are outpacing better yeah. than Breath of the Wild, and they're doing the exact same, like, open world, climbing on every mountain type gameplay. So, not to say that Tears of the Kingdom will... Uh, all, that's all that matters like the game might be more fun than those other games but mm-hmm. uh it's been a long time and it, it's gonna feel dated in some ways and i know that nintendo usually makes up with that with good design good design um but yeah it sucks that you know their first 70 dollar game and the game you know could be their best game ever made you have to play it on not the the best system subpar you know? <laughs> subpar at best yeah. you, you I mean you really want to you it's dookie water for real it's garbage truck juice but <laughs> you want to be nice about it but um it is a bad it's not a bad system it's a bad system for the times i won't say that it's a bad system but it's like essentially when they were still putting out stuff for the 3ds and at that point we were well into the ps4 generation and what was the point of 3ds's so it, it, it was it was like one of those situations and i understand that that's a different type of use case versus a dedicated hardware switch actually competing for and getting games that other consoles that you can look at and see and say hey this isn't right so it's just it's just those types of things but um you know, Nintendo is still winning. Obviously, it's working. Obviously, this console is not worth $300 anymore, but they are still marketing up as if it is. Um, this thing is obviously $100, $150, but people are still paying top dollar for it, and they are selling a lot of them. Like, they probably outsold um, this Xbox Series S. I mean, X um, probably combined. Yeah, I think they like definitely did. Total. Yeah. And like I said, these these guys don't know what they're doing. I'm just I'm in the camp now of I want my games to look good enough to be worthy of the price tag. And I'm not saying that the gameplay won't be there, but I'm saying that the performance is now my concern. There's plenty of performance issues out there riddling in the market of gaming today. Um, when you do come out with a polished game like this and you want this to be your you know, your big, big, big exclusive. I'm talking God of War status. Um, God of War status. This is this is bigger than God of War, and it's and it's still going to be running at this type of frame rate. It's still going to be running at that type of resolution, and it's just unfortunate because it's really that system is really holding back the artistic design, the fluidity of the game, and all everything else in, um, in regards to a technical aspect because they don't want to you know move on. So. I'm here's to moving on. I mean, we're, we're this this concept and this conversation constantly comes up, so I'm kind of over it. But what I do know, what I want from them future wise is I want them to catch up with the times. I want them to be continue to be relevant, and um, I want them to not relevant because they super they are super relevant. I wanted them to be competitive Fine. in the least <laughs> competitive. You know, I want them to be in, in yeah. some form like, of way competitive. System, it should still be doing using technology of twenty twenty three. Like my 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 understanding is that when they come out with their next system, it's probably going to be at the level of a Steam Deck. 
and mm-hmm. we're going to probably be on the second iteration of the same day. So it's probably going to come out with subpar hardware already out the gate, and it's probably not going to do as much as new other iterations. So then it's going to be a problem again. So there's not they're not in the competition of making their graphics look pretty, but they definitely are in the comp. They they just have to keep up with the fidelity and functionality that most people expect when it comes to gameplay and um it's it's kind of worrisome that they are already this far behind and they're still putting out flagship games um obviously this is an important game for them so charging 70 dollars and hitting the massive nintendo switch install base is important but that could have definitely been done with the second iteration as long as you rung that over and made sure that both game systems ran well like you did that with breath of the wild why you can't do it with this one so um yeah Yeah. and not to say that they won't have any other games uh for their next system but it's like we waited so long for this game Yeah. yeah we waited so long for this game and whatever you know, let's say the the next system come out in two years, you're not gonna have another Zelda game in two years. So it's no. like, why not just like put them out together? <laughs> they they kind of re-release it. They banking on. I Super. mean, yeah, that's probably gonna be it. Like, you know, you can play your Switch games at a higher performance, but that's not as exciting as like this is the very first time you getting to touch this game at all. Even if, I mean, they can still bank money off of uh, the upgrade. Um, and I mean, it, it could be, they could be that crappy and say, this isn't going to be able to run the, it's not going to be compatible with the switch version. You might have to buy the switch Two version. They could be really crappy in that regard, but I highly doubt. Well, never mind. I'm, I'm done giving yeah, people, okay. I'm done t- saying something about what they should, what they might not do because I've been proven wrong time and time again. Um, but we, well, we don't want to stay on this for too long, so let's move on to the next topic. We did want to mention some good news in regards to people that do put in that effort, put in that time, and actually get a finished, well-done product. And we're talking about Guerrilla Games. Um, they recently posted their sales numbers um, in regards to Horizon. Yeah, Horizon. You sure ain't heard of them. They, uh, they made kills on them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't disrespect them like that, G. I know you got me on the snap. Um, you don't like Killzone? No, no, nobody likes Killzone. But um, <laughs> uh, they did. They sold eight million units as a franchise, and I mean, as franchise passes thirty-two million. So Horizon Forbidden West sells eight million um, units, and that's really good, actually. I mean. That tells me that they have staying power, 32 million for the first game, 8 million for this one. Um, and that, that that tells me that Burning Shores is probably going to get, it's going to, it's going to keep accumulating. So, um, and then they always had the call of the mountain, but that's probably like a hundred, a hundred thousand, if that. Um, so this is mostly coming from their Forbidden West and coming from um, Zero Dawn. And that tells me people play the game. But I want more people to continuously play this game and actually, um, you know, uh, actually support this one. Because Guerrilla Games, I mean, all of their first parties kind of do it. But more so than most, um, Guerrilla has 
not only showcase that they can make a quality game, but they also showcase they can go back and fix things that people are presenting to them as as issues, such as the um, the overlay or the the um, the temporal up sampling for the game where they went back and it was all that shimmering and they went back in and they fixed it and they fixed it in a quick quick turnaround time um but there's like small things that you know you don't necessarily need to see but they are doing anyway the fact that they took advantage of the ps5 by itself because burning shores is ps5 only and they actually went in and decided that hey we're going to make this part of the game very much so um that next level step because we couldn't do it with the first game because it was cross gen like all those steps tell me that not only are you pushing the boundaries of your console and your systems and your studio but you actually care like i i appreciate gorilla simply for that they i appreciate them for trying i appreciate them for actually pushing the envelope and it tells me every time I play it, I mean, because I've, I've been trying to get through it. I started up a little bit, um, but I told you I was going back and I did all the other stuff before I tackled the DLC. So I just did the first mission on the DLC. Um, but it shows. It shows that they care. They show that they have the the technology, the the ability, and the capable. Like they're capable of creating great games. So um, I'm not saying that Killzone was a 10 out of 10. But it probably was a decent seven. Like they even they misses, they're not bad. But just I don't, I'm not playing Killzone. Killzone um, three was a three. But <laughs> I never played Killzone. I never played it. I only played Shadowfall. I only played Shadowfall, and Shadowfall was straight. But um, overall, but no, I'm I'm just joking. Like Horizon is a, a completely different like league than like Killzone, and it's good because it felt like Killzone. They didn't have any. I don't know, maybe there were patient people passionate about it, but I feel like they actually like the Horizon franchise and it feels more uh exciting to them, so it feels more oh, yeah. exciting to to people who play it. Um Absolutely. I feel like they just and, they uh, love the art design, they love to get into the details of that game. They just love building the world and it you can tell when you play it. So um yeah. that's what it feels like to and, me at least. Like like I said, they make good, really, um um, what was that? All the Sony games sell sell well, but I guess you he always hear a lot more people talk about like Last of Us or Ghost of Tsushima or God of War. Like, yeah, for sure, those get more buzz. But um, yeah, I'm surprised that Horizon, especially the first one, actually sold that much. So, no, um, oh, yeah, they sold a lot. A new new IP. Uh, I wish wish Xbox can do the same. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that is the goal, and we're going to talk about that as we transition, but Guerrilla Games, I still want to, I want to stay right here. I want to kind of give you guys your, chop, your your props, and I want to make sure that you guys are, are celebrated in a way because, I mean, not many other companies are doing. Not many other companies are, one, taking a chance, a leap of faith, and changing their whole structuring, going from shoot FPS shooter to third-person action game, in regard more like uh in, in regards to like a monster hunter and things like that and actually pulling it off and not only pulling it off but making a successful successor that also pu pushes you up a notch in regards to pushes everything up a notch so 
I mean, my hat's off to you. I think God of War Ragnarok was more of the same, in my opinion. It did did get better at the storytelling, but um, gameplay-wise, everything else, I mean, if you played the first one, you played the second one. If you played a second Horizon and you played the first one, you definitely feel a distinct difference in the combat, the fluidity, the amount of things just happening, the... It's just way more. So, especially if you get to Burning Shores, I've seen a few of the in-game matches, fights, and I, I was really impressed. So, I can't wait to play them. I just haven't got to it yet because, obviously, I'm old and I got kids. But I will um, get to that. Um, but, yeah, let's move on into the next one. Um, and it's all about Big Philly today. It's Big Phil day again. He back at it again with his... Um, his rhetoric, <laughs> nah, it's not rhetoric. <laughs> he back at it again with his comments, his thoughts, and his opinions, and they they real strong ones. So I kind of wanted to break down a few of them, but um, I, I I guess do we want to talk about Redfall? Because everybody knows it's a disaster, and that's the reason why we got these comments anyway. Is there anything else that we want to include on the Redfall inf information that has come out? Anything Phil said? Um, anything you want to kind of discuss there, Jalen or Josh? Not much, but there was one thing I wanted to ask, like, ask y'all, because the game itself obviously didn't didn't come out to praise, and uh, Xbox knows that, and they said that they want to continuously improve on it. And, like, mm. you know, they'll fix bugs, they'll do 60 FPS, but, like, my feeling is, especially with games like um, was was it Sea of Thieves? Yep. I don't know if they can actually make it more interesting. Like you can fix all the bugs, and the game will go from a you know four out of ten to a six out of ten, but it's still a six. And I don't know if it's even worth it. Obviously, people bought it, and like you got to support your customers or whatever. But yeah. Uh, is it worth or like can they even do anything to make it more interesting yeah, I feel that's like what it has to be a completely different mode it's like oh here's a roguelike mode that you play four player and like just skip the open world stuff like <laughs> that's what phil said phil said that they were going to continue to support it i feel like that's a bad decision honestly i feel like they should just take the l and move on um <laughs> obviously fix the bugs and um and allow people to actually get through the game without any issues like occurring and try to balance out the vampires because in re in in all actuality it might be AI. fun yeah fix the ai if the and ai fix was the bugs. better i might enjoy at least been able to like play more but like the ai just didn't do anything <laughs> and you barely signed me so yeah they have mm -hmm. the that's the biggest things fix the ai and fix the level of density in the game world i feel like there's just not enough things in the game world but that is a fundamental um change i think ai and bug fixes would be the only things i would fix i would fix the 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 shaders having issues loading in and like the weird things that may happen um and then and then the ai that's that's all i would fix and then i'll be done with that game because there isn't enough resources in the world to make that type of game fun anymore especially if you're not borderlands like there's no game right now that they can take that formula and win with it. Destiny beat it to death. 
Borderlands ran with it and they are the only one that can make an open world interesting enough to explore and want to grab loot and everybody else just you know outriders they just fall to the wayside nobody wants to play that game no more so just stop making mm-hmm. it so um nobody wants to play it it's important for them to understand that and it's important for them to move on outriders did the right thing obviously they kept planting stuff out for it. they fixed the game to the point where people could play it and have an enjoyable time but they moved on i don't think that that is their core features anymore they did out some dlc they tried their best but i don't want their a team still working on this subpar c game like nobody wants to play a c game right now i need you to move on take your so, talents elsewhere and try to make a nine out of ten so uh so that's my thought and no e3 xbox showcase next year uh, heck you know no need that be no not at all not i don't even want them to mention that game for real i feel like that's just like a stain on their name and like they can't even it's just no denying it it's like literally you feel spencer and we're gonna get into you philly um you were you you decided that this will be the first game that comes out the Bethesda camp that you back in and is going to be an exclusive to Xbox. You could have for sure let that junk drop on PlayStation. Everybody mm-hmm. wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been the same. The The response to Xbox would not have been the same. It would have been, dang, Bethesda made some crap games that they probably, they probably scam draw. But now what we know is, is that they probably didn't scam. They tried to make a leap of faith and they did the Bethesda thing. They did the Fallout 76 thing. They did the normal Bethesda stuff that we normally used to. It's just now your name is tied to it. You can't, you got, you can't dodge that bullet. You got to take that. So that is why my, that, that's why I'm annoyed. I'm like, how y'all going to let them get Deathloop? And then y'all get Redfall. <laughs> that don't make sense. I would have said. I would have looked at both of them games. I would say, nah, we're going to pull that. We're going to pull Deathloop. We're going to get y'all this one. For, why wouldn't you? I mean, if, and if y'all didn't want to do it, we already bought the game. Like, I don't need to honor this. I bought them. I don't need to honor your, your, your contract. It just feels like, feel too nice. Or if they just don't understand what it means to have the upper hand in a fight in general so they they're not even fighting to get to it because they don't know they don't know what it feels like to have the upper hand i feel like they did in the xbox era though but that was a different individual and obviously phil was there but i don't know if he remembers it and we gonna get into like the things that he kind of said to make me feel even more like what the heck bro but um but yeah, I mean, outside of that, I'm I'm kind of off Redfall. I don't really got nothing to say on it. I it, it just now pertains into all of my other topics. But anything before we move on into what he said and you know what we think. No, 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 no Redfall. Okay. Um. So his comments, his comments kind of insinuated, um that he essentially is not in the business of winning he's not in the business of he's he's okay with being he's not he's not okay with being third place but he's not he has a realistic expectation of what's going to happen next he feels as if great games would not change his position 
um, in the in the council uh, wars per se. Um, I'm gonna stop right there. What are your thoughts on just that part, Jalen and Josh? What y'all think? Uh, yeah, I'll go first because I, I mean, that part I, I think it sounds like worse than it is, but mm-hmm. yeah, he he was basically saying that they can't um beat con- Sony in, at their own game. They can't beat them in the console space. There go that has- fan again. I don't know what's yeah. happening, but it's there. Mm, no. Okay, uh, don't know. Um, Sony has too big of a lead, and uh, they got too many IPs. And realistically, like he was also saying with like the the previous generation, a lot of people built up a, a big console library, and so like there's no way to like take PlayStation fans away from PlayStation. They're always going to be there, and the best you can do is get them to also buy your system so i mean i'm not um averse to that i think it, it sounds bad because you're just basically saying that we we're third place and we're we don't want to compete uh which we know is not true um but you saying that i guess try tries to make xbox sound like the underdog more mm. than they i guess deserve <laughs> okay what about you Jalen? what do you think about philly saying if we make great games, we don't take the lead in the council wars. It doesn't help us. Uh, shoot. I'm trying to think. Uh, I guess i say, like, with him saying that, I mean, it's not like he's throwing up a white flag. Uh, obviously, I don't know Phil Spencer to the capacity that y'all do. I mean, y'all know me either, but y'all know him more than me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the way we he can speculate more stuff. than you, I guess we don't know that. We yeah, don't know that man. Yeah, I don't know this man from a can of paint. I don't even know what he looks like. I'm keeping it a buck with you, but um, for him to say that statement, I feel like it would get like bad PR. I don't know if he's trying to catch people attention or anything like that, but I highly doubt you know being as big as he is and stuff like that. He just throwing in a towel. Um, or, I mean, he could be throwing in a towel to some capacity, right? But I think it's more so about changing direction and trying something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, but not like a drastic change or anything like that. Like, hey, we getting out of game, we finna try something else. Like, I don't think it's to that yeah. capacity, but more that's, so, like, no, we need he, to... That's not what he's saying. Because he's... he. Well, I mean, sorry to interrupt. But he, he's saying that we're going to still make games and we're not leaving the console space, but... We're not gonna focus on making God of Wars and Last of Us for Xbox. We're gonna focus on Game Pass and out businessing Sony. Like we're gonna make double, triple the amount of money as Sony, but they're always gonna have the better games. Yeah, and that's that's what I was thinking. So we gotta figure out a, a space that he can take advantage of and clearly y'all know a little bit more about like Xbox antics and you know what I'm saying, a little what they got going on with the game pass or whatever, but maybe trying to capitalize on that and maybe invest a little bit more into that versus just trying to be like, hey, we finna just make a colder game to y'all because, I mean, you see what they got with Redfall and um, all them other games. Hey, Xbox just ain't got no good games, bro. That's why I be watching Dragon Ball Z with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. but that, that's, that's what I got out of it. I just thought the fact that he made that statement again is still like – I don't want to say it's cliche. It's just 
I don't know if he's just trying to catch a headline or something like that, you know, like as a PR type stunt or whatever. But, um, you know, it, it, if if some sort of game and it was got to me, y'all know it, it was a little bit deeper in there if it got to me, so or a little bit more superficial. So, yeah, um, I feel like that was a statement for the uh, regulators. Um, I mean, it, it's fine to not think that your great games can make you outpace the other consoles because if you continuously make great games and do so that you I mean i mean it's fine to think that way i just don't think that's his reality i think the, his reality is um that he can make great games and that he more than likely will overtake the number two and number one maybe in a more strategic way but the great games will help but it's not in his his best interest, in my opinion, to come out and flat say, if we continue down our path that we have these great games coming out, I see a future where we will be a dominant and we will be able to continue our pursuit of world domination because it just doesn't make any mm -hmm. sense. Right now, he is in the keep your head low. Let us be felt like the third place. We trying to get even more games on our side we want to make sure we our presence is known wherever we go and it's not in his best interest to kind of say yeah um right now we're we got a bunch of games coming out we got a bunch of things coming up and 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 as those games come out i see myself and i see our team really showcasing what we can do best and how we are going to be able to use that that momentum and continue to move forward so He's already built the momentum. This was a hard, hard, this is like a hard step on, or at least a, a very much so a, a back step. But honestly, it could have been strategic. I don't see the, another reason, not saying that Redfall, it was crappy because they wanted to tank it so that they look better in the regulators' eyes as if they can't make great games. It's still Bethesda, but maybe they want to diminish the value of Bethesda at this point. I don't know. I'm all speculative, mm -hmm. but what I can know, what I do know is business, and business can be convoluted and gray. It does not have to be black and white. They don't have to put out a good game. They don't have to try that hard. They, they could devalue themselves just to try to get things done. There's been plenty of times, you know, there's plenty of people that depreciate things over and, and um, you know, the, the accelerated depreciation so they can make their income look bad, but they don't pay no taxes. So there's plenty of times where things happen and stuff happens where they try to, you know, manipulate the system. But I'm not saying that this is something, you know, God, God, um, <laughs> this God-like power Phil Spencer has to know the future. He doesn't know that they're going to be denied yeah, and Redfall uh, was going to be, you know, bad. So it's not like he had this divine intervention. It was more so they could possibly not cared. They just was like, we got other things in in the brew. We don't need this game to do well. Maybe we just are in a space right now where we don't need to be putting out banger after banger. But in all reality, like, um. This is, I, I, I'm not trying to shoot them bail. What I want to say is this simply this, the statement of making great gains won't fix our, 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 our position is simply not true. And I don't think Phil believes it. So that's my take. Mm, mm, anything to add?
Yeah, don't he better not say nothing about we coming out with great games because that that statement would have that irritated me. I ain't gonna lie to you. Who pays? Who that spends eighty billion dollars to be second place? Who spend? Who spends that amount of money? Like that doesn't make any sense. I just don't see it being the truth. I don't see him throwing a white flag, and I'm not saying that he said that we're gonna continue to be in third place, but he's implying that we don't. That's not our position is not gonna change while they are doing certain things. Um, and let's, let's move on to the next part of that statement where he said Sony and Nintendo are doing certain things to make it hard for Xbox. And it's not nobody's fault, but their own. It is your fault, Xbox, because you don't do the same things back. It's, it's, it's as if you want this. Like I said, Sony understands the value of branding and understands the value of feeling as if you are providing your customers more than the competition. If your Xbox is giving the same thing your PlayStation 5 is giving you, but the PlayStation 5 is giving you that insy bit more, that's why the Xbox 360 won. They, well, not really. The Xbox 360 did way much better stuff than just what the PlayStation um, 3 did, and it was costless. But understanding the value proposition of your business does not make you out to get the next person it just makes you a good businessman like there is very simple like i don't really get the whole i don't want to do exclusives i don't want people to be able to, to be locked out of certain things because when you do lock people out of certain things you lock them out of trash like red <laughs> like why would you do Redfall? like i would want you to do final fantasy 16 too do something like that do something like final fantasy 7 do something that actually people want to play like nobody wants to play Redfall. That's no. That's why I didn't have no value. Uh, maybe Hi-Fi Rush, but that's also. It, it just I don't know. It just feels like they are doing, the 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 the. They're making decisions, and they are they are they are they are, they're they're in this mindset that, we are as a company are for the people when and. If you're for the people, then I, I think you need to put your people first at, at some point. I understand gaming as a whole, and there's plenty of things that you guys are doing to and initiatives that you are doing to make that look to value, to make that look of like a value proposition, like valuable in a lot of different ways. Cloud gaming, Game Pass, etc. The the accessibility stuff, all that stuff like the, you guys making that accessibility machine or controller may Sony make one that they wouldn't have probably even thought of that unless you guys did that. That's important. But those types of things are in competition and that's why you get the leg up so you can dictate how the rest of it goes. If you're the company with the better mission, you have to be better than the others. That's not a part of that mission that are not a part of that strong structuring that do not want to do these things. So we root for you because we see what you can do for the community. But then at the same time, you throw it in our face because you say, well, great games don't make a great console and don't sell well. And I'm not going to go out there and do those things that this company is doing to make my brand stronger. When sometimes it is necessary for you to do those things to get the things you need done. And I think this falls in line with one of those things that need to get done. So I, I like I said, I don't want to, I, I don't want to shoot them bail, but for me, honestly, 
from from type of the the work I do and understanding of this, I feel as if this is all a play to get the regulators because they still are in the fight right now to get this acquisition done. And this showcases all the things that would allow a company to let something like that go through. It shows weak leadership, it shows bad practices, and it shows the inability to continue to create great games anyway. So what is this acquisition truly going to do for the market when you still have the leg up and you're in, in your public display or your the public opinion is that you're not that great um, of, a, of a company in, in begin with? I'm not saying that this is all playing in. I'm just saying that this is what I speculate all the time and what I think about. When I think about moves and power moves, I think of this stuff. And I think of the way that he's handling this and how he's going about positioning and answering his questions um it's very much so more so focused to the regulator than it is to the to the customer and that's not been on brand for xbox in a very long time they have been doing backwards compatibility they've been doing game pass they've been doing x cloud they've been doing all the right things oh you can use all your peripherals for your new console oh all your stuff comes over we don't want you to have to buy anything new Oh, but wait, we don't need to make great games. Like all that stuff doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. So what it does tell me is that there is something else at play, but maybe at, at the end of the day, it could just be filled is a, a bad actor. And he just came out of nowhere, left field and told the truth. Who knows? But for me, it just feels like a play. It feels like a whole charade. It's, it just feels, feels very makeup-y feels very regulatory it feels very i'm gonna say this so we can get some stuff done what are y'all thoughts so, on that part the again so he's saying he got his uh anime glasses on with the uh, oh yeah bro the he's, light uh tint in his eyes <laughs> <laughs> he's doing he, he just he just wiped the blood off his uh chin he just did one of those he said ah, <laughs> that, that that attack move that got me good wait for my counter attack that's what it felt like he yeah. did. But um, I don't know. I mean, I saw speculative. I, I just think there are smarter moves at play than to just come out and put all your cards on the table. But if that's what he did, it's disappointing. But it's so hard to believe that. I don't know. I just I just can't at this point. Yeah. And, 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 and we will. And that's where I want to kind of move into that next topic. But I want to make sure I get you guys opinion before I move on. So what are your yeah, thoughts so, on that? Like you said, it makes it um it's setting expectations uh for mm -hmm. customers or media and regulators, whoever else is watching, because um it, it will take will hopefully take the heat off Xbox for a while. So if Starfield is just okay. Um, you know, not bad, but it's just okay. It's not not that great, um, and they don't have a lot, a big lineup for the rest of the year. People not going to be necessarily check it for it as hard, and that will help them out in some ways. So when they do have whatever games they have planned um, coming later, uh, that will, I guess, they will hit harder, or at least you know, can get some deals done, um, and that. When I watched the interview, because it was this is all from the the kind of funny uh, interview he did. Uh, yeah, they 
you know, they were asking him some, I guess, pretty direct questions about the uh, business at Xbox and how it's managed and stuff like that. But the part where he brought up the not being able to make great games, that was from him. Like that wasn't they didn't ask him anything about Sony. He he went into that like tangent on his own because he wanted to emphasize the point that Xbox is in a different business. We're not trying to directly compete with Sony. And even if we were, we can't beat them. And I think that purposeful, like him bringing that up on purpose um, was to serve a purpose. And that's to, you know, uh, set expectations and and guide people's uh, opinion on Xbox. Um, I mean, they already in the bad press, so why not take a little bit more bad press uh, right now? (laughs) Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I'm just, anything, yeah. um, to add Jalen? Nah, y'all kind of reiterate everything. Good, 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 good. Uh, so, so moving on, um, I wanted to kind of get on to the positive of what he was kind of talking about. Obviously he had a lot of things to say, but one of the big things that stood out to me is that he really doesn't want to keep talking about good games. He wants to showcase and get them in our hands and talk to them. And he said, it really doesn't matter until you guys are actually playing great games. So um, the showcase, the showcase was announced. He didn't go too much detail about it. And he didn't want to explain. Um, he didn't even want to kind of mention about Starfield. He just said that they were, they were going to obviously, they came in a lot earlier for than Redfall to get Starfield's production and, and development so that they were going to be able to assist them with all the tools and, and things like that come along with the coalition and playground games and all those good people that, that know how to make a good game. Um, my thoughts around the showcase are simple. They don't, they don't have much pressure right now. I don't think so. Uh, you know why I don't think they have pressure is because simply Starfield is the only thing that matters. The showcase doesn't matter at all because it literally isn't going to be shadow dropping any games. Nobody cares to see what's coming up next because we really right now they're in the moment of now. So really the showcase is just going to be there. It might get people, some people excited, but it's not going to get a lot of people because they are not in this case of we need to see what's happening next to feel fulfilled. It's like we need to see what's going to happen tomorrow. So if you're not putting out a game on that day, I think that's I think it's a mute point. The showcase might be exciting to watch and see and speculate, but all the speculates all the speculation has done for us is dis is disappoint. Um the only thing that ever came out the camp recently that was a good game was the shadow drop of Hi Fi Rush. So if we ain't looking for that, there's no reason to kind of talk about this. Um but the showcase in itself, um, I guess I want to be a little bit more positive. Um, anything from you, Josh, and I'll go with you first, um, anything that you feel like will it be exciting or you want to see, or maybe something that you've been itching to get like an update on. Not, not a particular game. I guess the closest one is like the, um, the new rare game in which they only got like art of it. And it's like, like a fantasy style, um, game it, it it seemed interesting concept wise like if they have like an open world fantasy game i think that's different enough than what xbox has done recently but it's not a big you know 
I say big profile gamer or anything like that. We don't even know what it what type of game it's gonna be. Um other than that, not really. Like I want to see Fable, I want to see Contraband, I wanna see whatever games they're working on, just to see what what they've been working on for the last what, three, four years. Um but no, not, nothing in particular. I guess new IPs. I feel like Xbox is going to find more success with new IPs because we've seen enough of Xbox franchises and they need, uh, they got all these new studios, but they need this new talent and new fresh minds to make new ideas. So that's at least what I want to see. Yeah. Um, same thing. I mean, I, I guess I'm looking for new ideas mostly. I'm looking for things that actually will showcase that they actually know what they're doing. Um, but I, I honestly just want them to make a polished game and truly and solely just care to see if Starfell will be polished because I don't really want to play anything from them right now. Uh, nothing that they announced, nothing that they have shown off because there's nothing exciting coming out that camp, unfortunately. Um, I just want them to make a polished game that is worthy of being tagged as something next gen because honestly there hasn't been i want them to show me that game pass isn't worthless i don't i want them to show me that game pass isn't going to just it's now setting a tone for mediocrity i want them to showcase something ex exciting and fun and i don't know if they can do that without um buying another act or acquiring someone because they haven't shown me what their companies that they already bought are doing. So exciting, fun. I don't want to see CGI. I want to see gameplay. I want to see something that is looks polished, looks up to snuff. I don't want to see a bunch of ID Xbox. I don't. So there has to be at least two or three games that are up to snuff. I'm not saying that that's going to get me excited to buy them. I'm saying that's going to get me excited about the brand of Xbox again, because right now, there's no hope that they're going to make a great game because not only did Phil Spencer say this, but they have shown that even if they try to take the target of a AAA game and the status of that, that they have fallen short by trusting Bethesda at, 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 at points. So what is Coalition doing? What is Playground Games doing? What is these new IPs or new companies doing to make sure that that put my foot in my mouth and make sure that I'm not saying the right, wrong, right things. I want to be wrong, but right now what it tells me is that we might get a, the polished level of a Psychonauts 2 for a smaller indie uh, game. I mean, obviously that wasn't as small as you would think, but that's like Ratchet and Clank status. I'm, I'm looking for Horizon status. I'm looking for God of War status. I'm looking for these large Jordan life games that take me somewhere. And I don't see that coming from Xbox. So they need to show me what that looks like. And, and honestly, it ain't going to be Starfield for me. But as long as it's polished and it runs well, I'm fine. I don't want to play it. Honestly, I don't want to. I really don't want to play that game. But I would I would I would accept that they have provided something for their player base outside of a smaller hi-fi rush and smaller, you know, indie games that are interesting because they do can do they do that well it's just when it comes to those big ones that where, where is that where is that at where is that that's holding that pillar up for the success of your brand um and don't tell me that it's, it's split between pc and that because truly 
Xbox console is your brand. So stop pretending as if the PC is wrapped involved in it. I know you're trying to get them there, but they are not involved in your brand. That is Steam's brand. <laughs> Trust me, you are just Xbox right now. So understand that. So that is where, um, that is where my, that is what I'm looking for. And nothing in particular, like I said, cause I'm not, I don't really care for anything in particular. I'm looking for polish. I'm looking for signs of, of experience and signs that they can deliver. So that's all I'm looking for. Um, anything to add to that, Jay? JBZ. No, nah, I ain't got nothing out particular way. Yeah, yeah you this... don't want Halo Seven. <laughs> Man, don't even get me started on that. Bro. My brother, too? my brother just called me about playing Halo. I'm like, bro, that game, not playing that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you mean you don't like Halo Infinite? I'm like, bro, if I want to go to sleep, I got a bed right here. That's convenient. We go. To. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to use energy to go to sleep or power supply to go to sleep. Power supply. Yeah. Oh, that's facts. So, um, my understanding of, we kind of talked through that. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is why we need Xbox. Why do we need them? Why do we need them to stick around? Um, it's very simple and everybody kind of knows it. Sony will have their way. And, Sony is not in the business of not making tons and tons of money. They don't put the player first. Their whole slogan came after the whole PS3 era where they found the player on the PS2 and the PS3 was a was a was a terrible system and they kind of overstepped their hand. If Xbox goes away or if Xbox gets looted, if Xbox starts to lose their market share and we don't have a rival of a of a value there, and Nintendo and the Sony, we're going to get $70 subpar games and we're going to get games that no longer are pushing the envelope of their business because they don't really need to. All they need to do is keep continue to put out the things that they already have. So I want innovation. I truly want the gaming industry to thrive. I don't want to see as many bugs as I'm seeing right now. And that only is breeded through strong competition. So um, I understand that there is a a level to this and a level to the complexity of game development and everything like that. Josh, you would probably be able to speak to that a lot more than me. But I understand also that when you deliver a product to a customer, that that product should meet their standards. And those standards are slowly deteriorating as we continue to get this. This I feel like we're in this Game Pass law where everybody is, is, is okay with putting out. And I, I don't know. You know, same thing happened with Netflix, where game stuff started to just deteriorate, and then they have a banger, and they deteriorate, and they have a banger. But it feels like I don't want the Game Pass to be the culprit. So I just really want the experiences, and why we need Xbox simply is because they innovate, they try new things, at least new things in mechanic, like functionality within their ecosystem, like. You know, bringing Discord into um, Xbox chat services. Sony was that was hesitant on doing that, and they finally came along for the party. And then we, we're talking like subscription-based things. We're talking about giving away games on a month-to-month basis. Sony had to be they they had to they had to tie their hands down and kind of get that stuff to happen. But these are all consumer-focused things that we enjoy now 
but we wasn't getting that for four. So I really want the competition to stay. I want them to be on par with one another, but I want them to also provide those things that we love them for. I love Sony for their first party exclusives, and I would love to say the thing, same thing about Xbox, but all I can say about Xbox is I love their ecosystem to a degree because there is the situations right now where we're sitting with proprietary SSDs. Obviously, they give us more functionality and they give us the ability to do quick play and quick, quick resume, but I am going to go with the cheaper option on the PS5. So there is competition there. So if if Sony and Microsoft was able to get away with that and they were dominating the, the, the console wars, I would feel I feel a little annoyed by the fact that I have to pay an extra um, hundred dollars for proprietary hardware when I can go and find the SSD for cheaper. But understanding that these are things, features and things like that, I understand their proposition. But I, I love that I have the choice to not go there, too. So I just like competition. I want them to be on par with one another. I don't want them to feel as if one is have the upper upper hand. So um, that is why I say we need Xbox. Anything you can think of different than that or anything you want to add to that, Josh? Um, yeah, like you, it, the, it all comes down to competition. Um, when you think back to the Xbox 360 and PS3, it's um, just a good example of how much the industry changed just by just from Xbox's innovation with because they had a completely different focus than the PS3 and it paid off and it, it's a lot better. And if Xbox was not around, for example, and it was just Sony and PlayStation, then we would never see that type of innovation again. Um, and I still think that Xbox can still provide unique experiences. It might not be from Xbox Game Studios unnecessarily, um, but there are some games that come out on Xbox that are exclusive or it's a smaller team and it, it just comes out on that system. Um, so, I mean, so no matter what, even if they're never number one or even number two, I'll, I'll always be at least check-in uh, for Xbox. Uh, the problem is that these consoles are so expensive and stuff like that, so it's like, if you're not really, really invested in their brand and what the stuff that they're making, then it doesn't make sense to as a good purchase for you. Um, but, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I I'm happy with my Xbox. I don't play it every day. Like I have a PC to play games on, but when I do play on the Xbox, I enjoy the system. And uh, the PS5 is going to offer me unique games and stuff like that. But uh, I would, I still don't see Sony ever being in a, in a position where they're going to make me happy as a customer because I feel like there's just so many decisions with the console and like upgrade pass. You got to pay extra ten dollars for Horizon if you want the. PS4 to PS5 upgrade and stuff like that is just really annoying as a customer that I would rather not even think about. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Because um, I... What's the word? Um, I echo that. I think X, I think it's good that Xbox around. I think it would provide some checks and balance to some capacity. Um, especially mm -hmm. since like Xbox... Uh, what's the word? I'm trying not to sound like... Um, not stereotypical or anything like that or discriminate, but their business practices is a little bit less traditional when compared to like Sony or Nintendo. 
Um, I feel like Sony's kind of in the middle of what Xbox and what Nintendo is. But I kind of feel like as time went on, so Sony kind of deviated towards like Nintendo a little bit as far as like, you know, how they want to conduct things and stuff like whatever we say, go, we doing this, that and the third. So um, I think Xbox will kind of provide that balance. Especially Deontay mentioned that, you know, they I forgot whatever their slogan was, but basically they was coming for throats when it was like this, how you share your game or whatever. So, um, yeah. but do you, you said Sony irritate you a little bit or basically you don't really agree with it you know what i'm saying to some capacity mm-hmm. but and they make you upset as a consumer sometimes do you feel that same way with nintendo because i feel like they i feel like they real similar to each other at this point they are but i well y'all might agree but i play nintendo games so far few and far between that it bothers me less or i'll say not play nintendo games less because like there was a time where i I play mostly nintendo games but the amount of time that i spend on the console or or in nintendo's ecosystem and their lack of features it kind of makes it by default less frustration because they don't have party chat it's like you don't have party chat so i can't be frustrated party chat you don't have a refund system so i can't be um frustrated with your refund system or something like that whereas like playing destiny every day on the playstation like i'm there in the ecosystem i'm, I'm trying to buy the, the brand new games to play it on my playstation and like you know on the ps4 it's just like small frustrations which was just how the system was built but like the extra 30 minutes it take to copy a game for no reason and stuff like that so i, I got more familiar with it um all that stuff now like they fix and the, the systems have improved but there's always like different business decisions that come out from sony uh for the ps5 that's just like why would you do that other than just to like get a couple extra dollars out of people like they took mm-hmm. like did they already take the games off or they're they're taking off a bunch of first party games off of playstation plus whereas like they put you know all their first party games like Last of Us and God of War, Horizon, you can play them on PlayStation Plus, which is cool because that's why people play your system and that's a big benefit to PlayStation Plus players. Gives me a lot of value. Um, but now you're going to take it away arbitrarily and who does that benefit? Like, are you actually saving any money off that? Because, like, Deontay already said Horizon has what? Horizon 1 has 30-something million sales. Yeah. Taking it off of PlayStation Plus, is that going to get you another 30 million sales? No. So why are you hurting your subscribers? Um, and, I mean, you know, that's just, like, a business thing. Obviously, games leave Game Pass all the time, but those are third-party games. Xbox has already committed to... Every first party game or Xbox published game is Game Pass day one and it never leaves Game Pass. And so like that, even if the games aren't as good as Sony's games, like that approach to being more pro-consumer is, I guess, what I like about Xbox. I wish that all of their business practice, I mean, I wish that everything they did was good, but you know, that's the best thing I say about them. Like, so far this, well, especially because the seventy dollar thing. Like, they just released a first seventy dollar first party game, 
And it's like, before this, um, what's the name, um, generation even started, they were like, oh, we're not going to force our developers to raise uh, the price to $70. It's their choice. Whereas, like, PlayStation was like, no, all games on PlayStation 5 are $70. And it's like, mm-hmm. obviously, Xbox wants more money, and it would be beneficial for Ubisoft and everybody on Xbox if they can get that extra money. But them not forcing a $10 price raise for no reason, I I value. Because <laughs> I still haven't bought a $70 game. And I don't know when I will, so. <laughs> no, that's I mean, I get that. That's true. I, I just felt like the, uh, I just felt like the, the, I mean, no, the, the, yeah, like I said, but oh, yeah, they and, and Nintendo's the worst. Nintendo and they rigid. Nintendo's the worst, and Sony is just getting more and more like Nintendo over time. Well, with some things, and that's just what I didn't like. Nintendo don't care about their customers at all, um, and it's not good for Sony to start. Have no same that same approach, and I and that's why I think that is. I just say all that to reiterate. That's why I think uh, it's good to have them around because I feel like if you just got you know traditional companies running the market, then you know what I'm saying they're not threatening to do anything. And um, I mean, Nintendo get threatened to do things every now and again, but it's not like critical like you know what i mean they don't have to they they can get away with some stuff like making zelda 70 dollars on a subpar console at this day and age so um mm-hmm. you know they can they can get away with doing that because they got zelda nobody's going to touch zelda if you want to play zelda you just how you gonna play it and like it or not like we got premium content versus like trying certain things with some of their games like they might not get away with just boosting the price of third-party games on the uh on a switch, you know what I mean? Like, well, since they seventy dollars, we need to make them seventy over here. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's tough. Like I said, um, I enjoy everything that Microsoft has done on paper, but it's time to now reap those benefits. So, um, until they do so, um, it's not like I'm. I have allegiance either way. I just know that there are business moves that are smart, and then there are business moves that are not. And that move there is not smart to to say that great games can't change the dynamics of your system in the value because at the end of the day that's all we really care about um great games um and that is why people can say the things that they say and do the things that they do is because they have the ability with the value of the game um that's it like there's nothing else to it everything if everything can do the same thing the only thing that separates the two is the games and if the games there are better than the games there and it's nine out of ten i'm gonna buy the games there so um it's just it's just like you know very simple but understanding that they're in a bit of middle of a battle and it's probably not advantageous for them to kind of tell the real but this is to me feels like a i don't know feels like um a calculated move more than anything and if it's not that's just weird but um we'll see like i said the showcase isn't going to do anything for me starfield will starfield will do something for me starfield will show me if they're ready for prime time if they're ready to really be a true publisher because right now i don't feel like they're they're ready 
I feel like they are very much so lacking in a lot of the checks and balances. And it's going to be like that for at least another two years before they really can truly get it down packed. And it may be a different person, honestly. I mean, hold them people to the fire and kind of get them to get to turn out those good games. But you don't want to do that. You don't want to be that type of um, employee. And, you know, I mean, you don't want to be that employee, nor do you want to be that CEO. So I don't I don't know if this this lack of of hands on approach is is going to work for them in the future. But we know it didn't work for Redfall. Um, so we'll see how they adjust and we we'll see how they change. Uh, but we're we're looking for the games. That's that's simple as that. It's not there's no way to other way to put it. So uh, but that's pretty much it. I don't want to keep continue to go. I want to make sure this was concise and short and um, I don't want to feel too much air feel too much space with air so um if there's anything else that you guys want to mention say it right now all right we're gonna go on to the uh last thing and which is um saying goodbye i appreciate you guys listening i don't we have any other topics for you um we're gonna be here again next week with more topics more things to say and more things to talk about so if you enjoy this, don't forget to like it. Um, don't forget to share it. Don't forget to listen on the way through, download it, whatever you guys to do to get us up uh, closer to the top. Um, that would be great. But outside of that, I want to thank you guys for listening. And we will talk to you all next week. Peace.